Hello, Good Life fam. Before your episode starts, I just want to invite you to celebrate a birthday with me. It's your Good Life Now podcast birthday. It's been one year since this podcast started, and I want to personally thank you for over 3,000 downloads so far. Thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of your life. I thought today would be the perfect day to introduce to you the Good Life Movement. As faithful listeners, I'm giving you the opportunity to help spread the message of this podcast to people who haven't discovered it yet. Each episode now has a support the show link to make a one-time donation or commit to a monthly contribution. There's some pretty cool rewards for contributing too, so make sure you click the support the show link to find out more about that. All contributions will be used to pay for advertising and upkeep of this podcast. We're calling it the Good Life Movement because this is such a great way to help others live their good life now too. So thanks again for celebrating one year with me. Now back to your episode. Hey, welcome back to your Good Life Now podcast. I am Frankie Martinez. And we are in season two talking about faith in you. And faith in you is so important because you are your greatest enemy. What I mean is that what you believe about yourself will determine what you can and can't do in life. So you're the only one truly holding yourself back. If you can believe in yourself and what God has called you to do, you can definitely do it. And so we're going to learn how to overcome our greatest enemy, which is that thought and that voice inside of ourselves that wants us to play small, that wants us to live low and not reach for our dreams or not level up, especially when God calls you. Every time God calls you, there's that voice says, not you, you're not the one, but we're going to overcome that. Um, because when you believe in yourself, you're confident and your best self shows up. And when your best self shows up, you win. You win. The energy you bring is right. People are attracted to that because they could sense that you're playing in your strengths and you're doing great. But when you don't, if you don't really believe in yourself, you're living in fear. Let me tell you that. If you're doubting yourself, if you're living in a place of fear, that's not where God can move. God doesn't move in the place of fear. God moves in a place of faith. So when you are believing in yourself and confident in yourself, guess what? You set up an atmosphere that God can show up in, that God can show up strong. So the beliefs about yourself are so important as we talked about last week. The Bible says to guard your beliefs more than you guard anything else because it determines the course of your life. It affects how you show up. There's a verse in the Bible when God was calling his people to uh, after they got out of Egypt, they were going to go take over the promised land. They sent some spies to check it out. They came back. The verse says that we seemed like grasshoppers. They saw giants of the land, okay? They saw big giants there, and they're like, we look like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we look the same to them. Exact verse, Numbers thirteen thirty three. it says, we seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes. In other words, we saw ourselves so small compared to them. And they saw us the same way too. They looked at us. What, why is that important? Because how you see yourself, what you believe about yourself is how other people are going to see you. 
And that's how, why it's so important to win in this area of life. Because if you don't believe in yourself, uh, no one's probably going to believe in you either, right? So you've got to believe in yourself and then you're going to reflect that. You're going to project that to other people. They're going to see the faith that you have, the confidence you have. And that is so attractive, especially as a leader. So it's so important to do this. So how do we do this? We're going to get into some practical stuff today to learn how can we believe in ourselves I'm going to use this verse. It's Romans 12, 2. It says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do you change? How do you change or transform your life? The Bible so clearly says you can transform your life. You can change where you're at to where you want to be. You can change where you're at to where God's calling you. It says by what? By renewing your mind. Not my mind, not somebody else's mind, not your boss's mind, not someone's mind you're trying to get a promotion from. You change your world, you change your circumstances by changing your mind. What else does that mean? That means that if it's your mind that needs to change in order for your world to change, that means that your mind is in the way. Your mind is your greatest enemy. Your mind is the thing that's holding you back from where you want to go. It's so clear. It says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. If you can change your mind, change what you believe about yourself, what you believe about your future, what you believe about your skills, your gifts, your what you're on this earth to do. If you can change your mind about yourself, Man, your world will change. Everything will change because you're going to attract, you're going to level up. You're going to start living at a different level and doors are going to open to you. But I love this verse because it says it's your mind that's in the way. Your mind is the problem holding you back. Now, when I say this, let me, let me help you with this because it's not your mind's fault completely, okay? It's not your mind's fault because do you realize that our brains, our mind, is wired for survival. What that means is our mind is constantly trying to protect us. So where you're living right now, your mind is comfortable with it, right? Your mind is comfortable with it. Your brain is like, this is cool. You're safe. You're good. But when you try to level up in life, your mind is saying, that's an unknown area. I, I don't know how to live at that level. I'm not sure we can make it over there. Let's stay here. So your mind senses danger and it's it's built to survive. It's built to protect you from danger. Your actual mind, psychologists have proven, is built for safety, to, to pre- preserve you, to protect you. So a lot of times when you try to level up in life, you're telling your mind, we're going to go into unknown territory. An unknown territory at living life at a higher level you never lived before, your mind is telling you not to do it, why you can't do it, not because it's technically evil, but because it's trying to protect you from getting into unknown territory. So don't blame yourself in a sense, but what does the Bible say? It says, instead of blaming your mind, renew your mind. Tell your mind This is the new normal. This is going to be my new normal. This is safe because, oh, God has called me to live at this level. This is where my dreams are at. This is where I need to live. It's going to be my new normal. And when your mind accepts it, when you can convince your mind, when you can change your self-beliefs, then you start believing okay, now this is the new normal and now you're safe there again until God calls you higher. And that's why I said in the last episode, wherever God calls you, your belief 
and faith in yourself needs to raise up to that level. God calls you higher, then the faith in yourself needs to go higher. God calls you to live at level 20, the faith in yourself goes to level 20. God calls you to live at level 25, faith in yourself needs to go to level 25. So that's where the renewing of our mind takes place because we need to tell our minds this is where we're at. This is what God has called me to do. This is the new me. I know I haven't done this before, but this is what I'm, what I'm about to do. This is what I'm on this earth to do, right? So how do we renew our minds? How do we change our beliefs? There's uh, the first thing we're going to talk about. There's two ways. We'll, we'll talk about the first one today is what you hear. What you hear changes what you believe about yourself. The Bible says it so clearly. It says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I'm going to say it again. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's why so many times when Jesus, what did he do when he wanted to, to, to calm the storm? He spoke to the storm. The storm heard the word and had to stop it. Think about when God created the heavens and the earth. What did he do? The Bible says he spoke it into existence. He said, let there be light. And it happened. Let there be the sun, the moon, the stars. And he, he spoke and with his words came the creative power to bring about what he was saying. So the Bible says faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. In other words, what that means is what you believe about yourself. First of all, it means that words have creative power, right? And what you believe about yourself is if you really think about it, most of your beliefs came as a result of somebody speaking over your life. Even when you're talented at something and you think you're good at something and you kind of throw yourself out there and try to see what happens, what happens? I'm sure you've heard of the many countless stories of um, um, basketball stars you hear about where they were playing on the court and then a coach saw them and says, man, you have great skill. And it was that that coach, that authority, that greater figure that says, you have great skill. All of a sudden the kid's okay, maybe I have great skill. It starts playing again. And another coach says, you are amazing. All of a sudden, the kid starts believing it and starts acting like it starts getting better and better. The coach, the coach trains them. You know, when a coach works with you, it doesn't just work on your, your, your physical ability. So it works on your mentality, works on your mindset, works on you believing who you are. I mean, I'm sure you saw uh, Nacho Libre. <laughs> if you haven't, you should probably watch it. It's a pretty funny movie. But Ramses is the wrestler there, and he has this guy, his trainer, massaging him. And what is the guy saying? Ramses is the best. Ramses is number one. Ramses. Why is he saying that? Because he's having this guy speak words to get himself to believe that, so he can act like it. You know what did Ali, one of the greatest boxers of history, what did he say? He says, "I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest in the world. I'm the great." He kept telling himself that, and I'm telling you, your words, what you hear, affects what you believe about yourself. What you hear affects what you believe about yourself, whether it's good or bad. Unfortunately, sometimes the negative uh, things that we have in our life came because of somebody spoke something negative over our life, right? They spoke something discouraging. You're never going to amount to anything. You're good at nothing. You always do this. You're always, you're always causing problems or this or that. And all of a sudden, we start thinking, well, that's who I am. That's, you know, most of these trouble um, students in high school, problem kids, if you notice, if you look into their story, 
story, there's someone in their life telling them that they're a troublemaker. And so what do they do? They live up to that expectation. They believe it. So they start doing that and tell what, what changes that when somebody else comes in their life and says, you're more than a troublemaker. You're more than that. You can do this. And all it takes is those words of faith to renew your mind, to change what you have been thinking about yourself, to change you and to start thinking about some, just thinking about yourself in a different way, in a different light. I mean, Think about even in, in, in the Garden of Eden when when Adam and Eve sinned and God approaches him and 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 Adam's like, oh, God says, Adam, where are you? Adam says, I was, I was afraid. I was hiding because I was naked. And what does the very next verse say? God says, who told you you were naked? Who told you that? Because I never told you that. In other words, Adam, you're believing something because of something somebody told you. And I'm telling you, if you want to change your beliefs about yourself, you need to think about who told you what you're believing about yourself right now? Who told you that? Who told you that you couldn't live at that level? Who told you that you're going to be stuck at this realm? Who told? And if you look at successful people, there's always a voice. There's a voice of faith saying, you can do this. You have a gift. You're called for more. You can overcome. I dare you to ask any successful person that you see living at a great level you want to um, live at. I dare you to ask them, who told you you could succeed? And they'll, within seconds, mention a name of somebody, a person. It was my coach. It was my third grade teacher. It was my seventh grade uh, teacher. It was my, my soccer coach. It was my father. It was my mother. It was my older brother who took care of me. It, it, it was a band member. It was a, there's always someone that spoke a better word. And why is this important? Because we got to understand if we're going to change our mind to change what we believe about ourselves, we need to first understand the best way to do that is faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, hearing what God says about you. Man, I tell you, if you're having trouble finding someone to speak a positive voice, uh, to be a positive voice in your life, read the Bible. That's where I got my first changing in my mind of who I was. You see, I didn't grow up being told I was going to be this conqueror, champion, successful person. I grew up being told the opposite. But when I started reading the Bible and I started reading what God said about me and someone said that God has a plan for your life, that's all it took. One person to say, God has a plan for your life. Well, guess what? Faith came by hearing and hearing that word. And I started to believe maybe God does have a plan for my life. And I started reading the Bible and what he said. And then and in my life, I remember being a teen and having so many different people. I remember once I was at my my um my wife's house, but we were boyfriend and girlfriend at the time, and we were praying for her dad, and, and a pastor came over to pray for her dad. And I'm just sitting there visiting, so I, I'm in the prayer circle with them, and we're praying for her dad. And this this woman says, Wait a minute, who is this young man? Who's this young boy? And oh, it's my daughter's, my, my mother-in-law said, oh, it's my daughter's uh, boyfriend. And all of a sudden she goes, I need to pray for him first. She goes, 
God has a call in your life. God's good. You're going to be a pastor. You're going to do this. She started prophesying. And I never met this woman in my life. I, I never experienced anything like this in my life. And But I'm telling you, that changed my beliefs about myself. It changed what I believed. And all of a sudden, my mind started getting renewed. My mind started getting renewed. And I started believing, man, maybe I am going to do this. Is this true? And all of a sudden, it started getting reaffirmed. Another person started speaking over my life. I remember I went to my, my high school. I got saved when I was 14. So I was in high school. And I wanted to go to this Bible club they had at school. And I just went to attend it just to sit and learn more about God because he was new to me. And the people there... I barely met them, but they're like, we nominated you to be the president of this Bible club and, and to lead us. And I'm just like, what, what do you mean? They go, we see something in you. There's, and so for me, it's, it's experiences like this where, where somebody believed in me. Somebody said, there's something in you that God's going to use. There's something in there. And so as it's, it's these things began to renew my mind from the, the, the beliefs I had about myself before I met Christ before someone spoke a better word over my life. And so I want to encourage you because you need to believe in yourself to reach your next level. And one one of the ways to do that is, first of all, to renew our minds. And the first thing we're talking about this week to renew your mind is the words that are spoken over your life. Now, if I said if there's if you don't find someone to speak over a word of your life, you read that Bible and you let God be that voice to speak over your life. And I promise you, if you find good God-fearing people that love God, they're gonna speak something great over your life and they're gonna override that stuff. And man, I tell you, if you can't find anybody, you know, you gotta be like David. The Bible says that David learned to encourage himself in the Lord. In other words, he talked to himself. There's many times in the Psalms where David says, Hope in God. He's telling himself what to do. And if you got to look in the mirror and speak a better word over yourself, then man, I don't care if you look like a fool. You look in that mirror because you got to hear with your ears. You need to hear with your ears a better word being spoken over your life. And it's going to change what you believe about yourself. You need an audible word to change what you believe because words have power. Words is how God created the heavens and earth. And it's words that are going to break those strongholds off of your mind and give you a stronger belief about yourself. And that's what it's going to take to get you to the next level, right? So you got to be that voice. If you need to be that voice, then you be that voice. Look in the mirror. Tell yourself who you are in God. Tell yourself what God says about you. And you. what's going to happen is you're going to start renewing your mind. If you think it's foolish, I'm going to close with this story about David. We talked about the story of David and Goliath. Well, do you know when David went out to fight Goliath, Goliath taunted him. He taunted him saying, oh, who, what is this little dog that comes to fight me? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to feed you to the, to the birds of the air before today is over. So Goliath taunted and spoke a negative word over David. And I think it was about 20 words that Goliath said to David. I counted. It was about 20 words where Goliath says, David, I'm going to shred. I'm going to mess you up, you know? But what did David do? Remember, David was a teenage boy. The Bible said he was pimple-faced. This pimple-faced teenage boy, what does he say? Does he just say, oh, man, that's, 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 that, that's tough. Whoa. Does he ignore him while sticks and stones can break my bones, but words never hurt me? No, he doesn't say that because he knows that's false. Words can do more damage than sticks and stones. Words can make you or break you. Words can give, bring life or death. 
That's why the Bible says life and death is in the power of the tongue. It's a word that can bring faith in your life or fear in your life. It's a word that can cause you to believe in yourself or doubt yourself. So here David is ready to fight this giant when no one else in the whole army wanted to do it. And David's like, I'll do it. David's like, let me at him, I'll splat him. And he goes out there and he gets ready to fight this giant. And this giant just says 20 negative words to David. And what does David do? You know what David does? David understood a miraculous principle of having faith in yourself. And that principle is this. You got to have the last word. You got to have the last word. When someone like Goliath speaks something negative in your life, you got to be like David. Goliath spoke 20 negative words. You know what David did? David spoke over 100 words right back to Goliath. He literally says, oh, yeah, you think you're going to do that? I'm going to cut your head off. I'm going to do this. And David just goes, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to rip you up. I'm going to do this. And David just spoke over a 100 words, okay? So here he gets taunted with 20, and David comes back stronger, you know, <laughs> five times stronger. I think, whatever, two, four, six, eight, five times stronger than, than, than Goliath because David knew I'm not going to just let that word of negativity rest and sit in my heart. Because even though nobody else could have heard it, who's listening? David's heart is listening. And what does the Bible say? Guard your heart above all else. I'm telling you, if someone says something negative to you, if you get a negative text, a negative DM, don't sit on that. It doesn't matter if nobody hears it but you, because guess what? Your heart is listening. Your heart is listening, and your heart is trying to determine what is it going to believe. And if it hears a negative word and you do nothing, then your heart says, well, I guess this is truth. And so your heart believes it, and now you're living low. You're living where the negative word wants you to stay. Man, I'm telling you, you got to be like David says, oh, yeah, uh, no way, you're not going to do that. And you got to override negative words, override those negative words spoken over your life, override them 10 times, 20 times, override it way more so your heart can hear the positive word spoken over your life instead of a negative word. Don't allow your heart to listen to those negative things limiting you, telling you you're not enough, telling you you can't do this, telling you God ain't going to use you, telling you all these reasons why God can't do this in your life. I'm telling you, God is working in you. God has led you to this podcast to get you to understand that he has been trying to get you to change what you believe about yourself because if you can change what you believe about yourself, you can reach your dreams. You can reach the full potential that he created you to live. God created you to do something amazing, but it's your self-limiting beliefs that are holding you back, telling you, not me, not me, not me, you got to override those words. Start overriding. Listen to what God says about you. Override those negative words. And then listen to those voices of positivity that God is so gracious. I'm so grateful for so many voices that God has sent in my life. So many people that God sent at the right time to speak a good word over my life and says, Frankie, you're going to overcome this. Frankie, you're going to do this. Frankie, God's calling you. Frankie, you better step up. Frankie, you got to realize what I see on your life. And it's those kinds of words, you know, I, I mean, I have to this day, I have cards. I've 
kept from years and years ago with different leaders in my life and pastors and, and friends have spoken positive words over me. And I keep them to this day because they're so valuable. Isn't it so valuable? Isn't it so valuable when someone says something truthfully good about you? I mean, think of all the negative things we hear all day long. It's so rare for someone to speak something positive over your life. Oh, but it's those positive words that have the power to renew your mind and to change your life. So, man, I'm encouraging you today. I want you to live your good life now. And it starts by what you believe about yourself. You need to renew your mind. I mean, I don't know why I'm stressing this so much, but if you feel there's too much negativity spoken over your life, it's time for you to rise up like with a heart of a champion like David. And have the last word. Don't let those negative words be the last word. Have the last word. Speak with confidence. And speak what God is saying over your life. Because you're, if no one else is listening, your heart is listening. And your heart needs to know, what do you want me to believe? That's what your heart is telling you right now. What do you want me to believe? You get to tell your heart what to believe. You could tell your heart you could believe what Goliath said or what God is saying. And you got to override those words and believe. And I'm telling you, once you change your beliefs, man, you're going to level up. Man, you're going to start acting different. You're not going to be like grasshoppers on your own eyes and look like grasshoppers to everybody else around you. But you're going to feel like a giant killer on the inside. And guess what? You're going to walk like a giant killer. You're going to talk like a giant killer. And people are going to look at you like a giant killer. Oh, there's David, the giant killer. There's David. Not, not, not David, the little boy that takes care of sheep, the pimple boy. No, they're going to see you as the giant killer when you believe that about yourself. What I admire about David is he believed in himself because he was listening to the right voice. He was listening to what God was saying about him instead of what Goliath or his brothers, in the Bible you see his brothers even talked down to him. Even his dad didn't even speak good about David. David said, I don't care what my father says. I don't care what my brother says. I don't care what Goliath says. I know what God is saying about me, and that's what I'm going to believe. And that is why David moved from being a cheese boy to a giant killer to becoming the king over the whole land. And that's exactly what God wants to do in your life. Take you from where you're at to move you higher to higher so you could reign as a king in life. But it only starts when you, like David, choose to ignore the negative voices and listen to the voice of God, the voice of positivity speaking in your life. And that's going to change everything. Remember, it determines the course of your life. It's up to you. It's time for you to step up. It's time for you to stop settling and stop letting these self-limiting beliefs hold you back. Come on, step up with me. Rise up with me. Tune in next week because we're going to go deeper. We're going to go stronger. I'm telling you, this is a season of breakthrough. We're ready to break these stupid lies off of your mind. Get you free to live the life God called you to live, all right? You guys with me? I hope so. Let me know if this is ministering to you. And as always, my friends, cheers to your good life. 